Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tackle the Text. Now, I know the last two weeks, man, we've been tilling the ground, but I hope that we broke up some of that hard earth that is unforgiveness that has been over top of your life and holding you hostage. And I hope that you're now sprouting free um, and walking in the newness of life. We've got another topic today that I think is equally relevant. I think it has the same gravitas and the same weight. And we're just going to discuss it like we always do. Uh, but I got my crew with me today. Um, and we're here to, to talk business. And we're as they say, talk turkey. Yes, so sir. I want to welcome Pastor Torrance, What's Pastor Ramah, Pastor DeMond to the you. stage. Y'all doing all right? I'm doing good. good. Man, I'm, I'm just telling y'all that over the last couple of weeks, y'all just killed it. Like, man, I have literally been on YouTube watching us <laughs> over and over and over again. Uh, man, what a what a what a riveting topic! Um, but man, this one. So today, today, Demond, we're gonna talk about something that uh, you and I've been discussing um, as as we've matriculated in age and 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 gotten older. It's something that happens to you uh, at a certain age. This isn't one of those things that happens in every season of your life. Yeah. Today's topic is kind of like one of those things, like. Uh, you run around the corner and you just run into it. Yeah. And, yeah. W- and once you do, uh, it changes the trajectory of the rest of your life. Today, we're going to talk about <laughs> <laughs> self-awareness. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh now my this, God. Listen, now, just a disclaimer, they thought of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an innocent bystander. He thought of it. He thought, of, thought this of this one. He thought of oh this. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm an innocent bystander, and I was forced. <laughs> I was forced to bring my own, <laughs> my own thoughts to the table. So beyond all of that, how you guys doing today? Awesome. Amazing. Doing well. Doing awesome. good. We're in August, Pastor. Man, I want y'all to see how good uh, Raymond's shirt and his shoes, man. Man, he coordinated. Yeah, you got to coordinate. You got to coordinate, coordinate, man. I, and then, and then having you down there. You you fly, man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's what you. That's, so he was finna help me talk about you, but when I got to him, he said, "Yeah, back on off." And Torrance, you know, he, man, look at this. I'm just regular. Hey, man, he got on J's. Now I'm y'all regular, y'all man. know Pastor Torrance didn't used to wear no Jordans. I don't ever do. It's my wife, man. Oh, well, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Oh, bye, bye, bye. And obtain favor for Jordans. Favor from the Lord, you know. More favor on his life in Jesus' name. Favor from Jordan from the Lord. Yeah. Self-awareness, man. Self-awareness, I man. think I think I think it's gonna be a good topic for him today. So 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 um before we talk about what we should do, I think it's all of our objective to make sure that people know what it is. So let's all kind of give our own perspective about what is self-awareness. What is that? Oh, Saw with you, Pastor. What do you I think? think? You know, I, I believe self-awareness is just being honest with yourself. Uh, honest, what, un- honest with yourself of what makes you tick, what doesn't make you tick. Aware of your flaws, your imperfections, and you and and, and you are, you're okay that you have those flaws and imperfections. I like that. So it's knowing yeah. who you are, but it's also being okay, okay with who you. Because how many people are not okay yeah. with who they are? Yeah. Pastor Raymond, in your own words, what is self awareness? The same thing also. Um, self-awareness for me would be knowing who you are, but I'll also add knowing who you are not. Uh, because Ooh. a lot of people know who Ooh. they are, but till Ooh. you don't know who you are not, 
you run into a problem. Slow down, Raymond. Now we ain't we ain't been on, but yeah, I'm gonna say three minutes. minutes. Yeah, you got to, you got to crawl just, before you walk, man. man. <laughs> hey, Ricky, say slow down, man. Just slow down. Keep the door open right now. <laughs> man, knock on it first. Man. Yeah, man. man. Ah. Trespassing, just kicking the door right in. <laughs> you the law? You are, the, are you the police? You know I me? Mean? <laughs> <You the, laughs> Heaven, self-awareness. Uh, self-awareness is understanding you. Um, just like if you were administering something to yourself, you're doing it to yourself. So understanding you, knowing not only who you are, but the inner fabric of you um, to be my whole self, I've got to understand um, my DNA, you know, my experiences, my family, but also how that intertwines into who I am and how that makes me become. You know, one of my favorite scriptures, so people always ask me, I think um, one of my spiritual sons, Brandon Adams, he asked me, he always texts, you know, what's your favorite scripture? And here's my true answer. I'm not, I, I don't know if I'm like most preachers or not. I have a couple that are my favorite, but for me, my favorite scripture is the one that speaks to me based on the season I'm in. Like, yeah. I'll get a hold of a scripture yeah. when I'm studying uh, that'll just, it'll get a grab, a hold of me for a long yeah. time. Yeah. And one uh, that I have uh, really, really been chewing on for the last, I'd say about last 36 months, just really, really been on, is First uh, Timothy chapter 4, verse 16. Right. That one has really been in my spirit. It says, keep a close watch on yourself, on yourself. Yes, and on the teaching. Yeah. Persist in this, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Mm. And God knows that thing spoke to me because it, because it shows me that being self-aware is not just for me, but it's to save those who hear me. Yeah, yeah. That if yeah. you are not aware of yourself, you actually do damage, damage to those to who hear you. Oh, my God. You do damage to those who you are in relationship with. Man. You do damage to those you are in covenant with. So you have to keep a close watch on yourself. But watch what Paul says. Not only are you to keep a close watch on yourself, but also on the teaching. Because if you're not being taught, then you may be selfish, but not mm. self-aware. Because it is through the Ooh. lesson. And see, in order to be taught... Ooh. That is a lesson that is given to you from an external source. Wow. Yeah. The best person to wow. teach you about you isn't you. No, sir. Come on. No, isn't sir. you. If I say right now, no, uh, who's the best cook in the world? Um, I can make a good argument that Pastor Torrance would say, my mama. Because let me tell you something. We've been over his mama house. <laughs> Oh, man, Torrance Mama can cook. Now, we have she been cooks, over there. We used to leave church, and I don't know why I'm digressing, y'all. Just give me a second. <laughs> we used to schedule our lunch breaks around his mama lunch break. We would leave church and go to his mama's house and eat and then come back to work. We went to his house and ate so much, one day Ooh. she started bringing the food up here to us because we would stay at the house so long. We'd man. be forfeiting our responsibilities yeah, up here at the job. Did, but he'd make an argument and say, my mama's the best cook. And then uh, Pastor Raymond would say, oh, no. No, 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 no. Your, your mother makes American food, but my mother, she makes uh, jollof rice. And let me tell you something. And fufu. And, fufu. and, and, and see, you and see how. And who? Goosey soup. And goosey soup. Goosey soup. Goosey soup. Goosey soup. 
all the Nigerians and Africans that know a goosey soup, go ahead and put in the chat a goosey soup. <laughs> a goosey soup. <laughs> yes. fufu. But she makes the best. Fufu. She makes the best. She makes the best. But but Hammond, but can't can't your mom cook? My mama can cook. And she's the best. She's the best, right? Yeah, she is the best. Because yeah. because you see, yeah, because if your mother said I'm the best. Mm-hmm. That could be trumped by his mother saying, uh-uh, they told me I'm the best. I'm the best. And then his mother can say, no, none of that is true because they told me I'm the best. But notice that the cook takes his cues from the hungry. That it is the person who samples the product that tells the producer whether they're good or not. Because we are us. Yeah. Because you are you. Yeah. You don't learn the most about you from you. From you. you learn the most about you from those who sample you. Yes, Jesus sir. says, who do men say? say. Yes, Pastor, sir. No, you, you got it. You have to stop this. Literally. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm serious. Look at this. I know. Look at that. That's exactly oh what I have. Matthew 16. Well, and go. since you say it, I'm going to take you from go. there. Jesus said, who do... He who said this, do and I want, I want to pull this in. He says, who do men... Let me, let me go back. Give me a second. Who do people say? This is NIV, Matthew 16, 13. Who do people say the son of man is? I think in Mark's account, it says, who do mm-hmm. people say I am? Mm-hmm. The funny thing about Jesus is that he gives you the answer and the question. He said, who do people say the son of man, son of man is? Mm-hmm. And look at this. They said, some say you are John the Baptist. Some, some say you are Elijah. Some say you are Jeremiah. Jeremiah. This yeah. is what happens when you allow people to define you. Yes, they define you by the things you created. They define oh. you by things that are dead. They define Jesus by people that are dead. They define Jesus by people he created. This is what happens when people define you. Yes, and secondly, he asks the question, who do you say? It's not enough to know what they say. I want to know what you say. Because now when you understand who Jesus is, he shows you who you are. Yes. He says... Upon Ooh. this rock, Simon. So let's flesh hold and blood. on. Let's Wait. unpack that. That yes, is yeah. that is that's yeah. cold blooded. Now I'm just yeah. gonna tell you right yeah. now. You that's cold. You I, I see. I see the vision. Yeah. Because he says, "Who do?" And I'm tracking with you. So, so Jesus says to the disciples, "Who do men say that I am?" Yeah. Man. Some say they are Elijah, dead. Some say that Eli- dead. Jeremiah, dead. Or one of the other prophets, all dead. But then you're a forerunner. But but who do you say I am? Thou art Christ. Christ. But then he turns around and says, now that you know who I am, I'm going to show you who you are. Thou art Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell should not prevail. So Unpack self-aware- that because self-aware- that's... Self-awareness, basically, and I'm going to say this and hand it, hand it over to you. Self-awareness. Can we say self-awareness starts with God-awareness? Yes. Because a lot of people, when you try to understand yourself outside of God, yeah. you run into error. It's as simple Love as it. that. Yeah. I know we've yeah. talked about being made in God's image and all of that. I'm not going to go there. But I think it's very important to understand that we are a reflection of who God is. Of God. Yes, and you sir. cannot find yourself outside 
of the creator. That is, that is, that is yes, what sir. I just want to do. Yes, I, I love it. I love it. Every creation bears the mark of the creator. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, um, it, it's a brand. It's, it's a mark. Um, I, I love the concept. You know, I, I was thinking as you were saying about Romans 12, uh, and everybody knows present yourself as, as a living yes. sacrifice. But by the time you get to verse 3, it says, for by grace given to me, I say uh, to everyone among you, listen, not to think highly of himself, but to think with sober judgment, because I think that if we're not careful, uh, self-awareness can turn into self-exaltation. Yes, sir. That that it is one thing to know you, it's another thing to lift you. Yeah. Yeah. And and that God is okay with us coming to the realization, because you said we have to know ourselves in Christ. We have to know ourselves in Christ. Pastor Hammond, when I say self-awareness, and, 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 and you think about it from a biblical perspective. And I'm watching you online right now, and I'm saying, and I hope you're being honest as we have this conversation, I don't know my purpose. You know yours, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was just telling you about how somebody I know visited one of your offices and came back with a report to me saying, man, the way that Pastor Hammond is revered and respected at his job is insurmountable. He's like, he's like, he is the actual, actual man over there. Or, or you, Pastor Rama, uh, you're here, and most people who are watching online right now don't even know that you, that you have done human resources for Fortune 500 companies with employees all over the world. Or perhaps, Pastor Torrance, you're sitting here next to me, and they say, oh, he's the uh, 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 assistant pastor of the Lighthouse Church. But you don't know that he once had an executive position in a company that has 125,000 employees. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, people don't know that because they're, they're not aware Of of who you are. And I think that sometimes uh, because we identify ourselves based on what people say, that that we slowly get disengaged um, and and disinterested in who we are as opposed to using the full veracity and facets of all of our knowledge and gifts Mm -hmm. to bring to the table. Because I think that being self-aware is being aware of your whole story and not just a part of the story you're proud of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That, that your mistakes, your, your layoffs, where you got fired from, who dumped you, right? All mm-hmm. of that is a part of being self-aware. Would you agree with that? I would agree. I would agree. Pastor, I would also go on to say on top of that, that I think sometimes it's important to be self-aware at every stage of your life um, because I think experience and power can be a hindrance to one's self-awareness. What am I saying? That sometimes the more experience you get and the more power and the more levels you achieve, you will overvalue your skills and abilities, meaning once you get to this level uh, as manager or CEO, you see some people not self-aware that they need to go back to the drawing board. And they'll begin to operate as if they they are the end all. Well, the reality is that when one is self-aware, you constantly are going back with the help of others to give you that critique, to help motivate you and cultivate you and to critique you to get you to the place to not only know who you are but where you're going. Well, the Bible says in Philippians 4, it says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. You know what I've discovered, and Pastor Hammond, I want, uh, Raymond, you do it. I want you to hop in right here because Pastor Hammond just finished. What I think that most people suffer from 
and, I, and I've, I've been there, is that as opposed to thinking things out, um, I think we get stuck in mental autopilot where, where, where we don't really, uh, we're not aware. We, we're just existing. Have you ever driven home and, and not even recognized how you got there? Or, or you've been on the road and, and maybe you're texting or doing something else and you look up and before you know it, you, you are already at an intersection, but, but you didn't realize that you, you've really not looked up consistently in the last two or three miles. <laughs> Just not aware. I have even been in the car and passed up my street. <laughs> passed up my exit. Places I know where I'm yeah, going. Yeah. But because I'm not thinking on these things and, I'm, and my mind is somewhere else and I'm trying to solve a problem, I'm, my mind is in a different place. I want to talk, talk to us, Pastor uh, Rayma, about how important uh, and how connected uh, self-awareness is into actually thinking and not just being an autopilot, not, not conceiving myself based on what my third grade teacher told me. That's autopilot. What my divorce taught me, what, what bankruptcy taught you, or what, what, what uh, the repossession taught you. Just thinking uh, how, how closely, how important is thinking to self-awareness? Thinking is very important. I'm reminded of this text while you were saying, talking about um, just, be, just the way you th- see yourself, First Samuel 15, where Samuel was telling Saul, when you were small in your own eyes. Yes. And all of that. That's a text that came to my mind. But when you began to talk about thinking, because I think in terms of scriptures, the, the scripture that came into my mind now was the prodigal song. The Bible says he came to his senses when he was in a faraway land and said, I will go back to my father. Mm -hmm. And he said, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Yes. I think that there is something that happens to people when they are disconnected from the source or when they find themselves in a challenge. And this is where the whole, all things work together for good. But I think that it's it's important for people to realize that God might have brought you to a situation to understand and discover yourself. And Moses, the bush is burning, but maybe God doesn't really want the bush to burn. Maybe what you call a situation is God trying to get your attention. Mm. And I want to speak to every Moses. I want to speak to every prodigal son that you can find yourself even in a strange land. And you can come back to your father's house. The thing about our father is that he doesn't change his address. So wherever you go, he doesn't move. (laughs) He's going to be just where you left him, waiting for you. And you discover your son because you know you have a father. He didn't say, I'm going to go back to my teacher, my mentor, my cousin. I will go back to my father. By saying that, he was saying, I'm someone's son. I'm going back to my father's house. Regardless of what I've done, your self-awareness comes. And this is why when you were talking about just autopilot and all of that, when you are hungry and when you are starving for, for things, all of a sudden you are no longer on autopilot because your palate has changed, your appetite has changed, and now you begin to think and say, I'm going back to my father's house. Somebody needs to go back to their father's house because self-awareness comes even in a strange land, regardless of where you are. God being where you left him is not something that he learned in divinity. It's actually something he practiced in humanity because Luke chapter 2 says that Jesus' mother and father took him to the custom of the feast when he was 12 years old, and they left him, and they went back home, Mm -hmm. and they realized that they had left him. And then the Bible says they returned back 
to where they left him. And he was teaching the doctors and the lawyers. And by the time you get to verse 49, they said, where you been? He said, wished ye not? Didn't you know that I must be about my father's business? But they found him right where they left him. And when you find God where you left him. But see, here it is. He's doing something different in the same place that they left him. They left him as a child. They found him as a teacher. And when they got back, he's teaching the doctors and the lawyers. So him being exactly where you left him is not only him in divinity, it's also him in humanity. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I think the first point of self-awareness, practically, for people who are taking notes, is that when we say get to know you, we're not saying get to know your physiology only. If a man thinks as he is, then the best way to know you is to become acquainted with your thoughts. Yeah, that's good. You know, go ahead, you know, Pastor. Pastor. I was that's thinking good. about that that analogy that you were just talking about with Jesus being left back at the temple and the parents gone. And so, when you look at that story, you talk about self awareness. Who who is in that story? You have to wonder who was lost. Was was it Jesus, or was it Mary and Joseph? Oh Lord, because because Jesus was in the temple. In the place he knew where he was supposed to be. Mm. Mary and Joseph were going back, not even knowing that what was attached to them had left. <laughs> so sometimes we are dealing with people in the world who don't even know that they've lost something. They're just walking through life. But they think that they're acting like Jesus and they're found. That's the problem I have with self-awareness. Because you don't know you lost something. And you walking around as if you're telling me that I need to be in a different position. In fact, you the one lost. You the one. But you don't even know. Wow. So how do we help people that don't know that they're lost but think they found? Write this down. You just gave me an idea. These, this is the way you'll know that you have self-awareness. Here we go. The benefits of having self-awareness is, number one, you have self-control. <laughs> Self-control. <laughs> and if you got self-awareness, you'll have self-control, which will lead to self-development. If you have self-awareness and self-control and self-development, it'll help yourself make better decisions. <laughs> and after you start making better decisions, here is the key. You have to make sure that you continuously give yourself a self-report. Because after you make decisions, you need to be able to look at the data and say, did I make that emotionally or rationally? You need to give yourself a printout. Did did I do that from the right place or was I trying to be vindictive? And and if you can't give yourself a self-report, then you are in the absence of self-awareness, which means you have no self-control because the person that is responsible for helping you to see whether you did it right or wrong itself. By the time it gets to the, to the receiver, it has already been offensive or not offensive. Wow. But if I'm reporting to myself and saying, you know what? I know I have a habit of going off too quick. Yeah. That's a self-report. That's I know I have a habit of, of uh, requiring people to forgive me quickly while I hold grudges wow. for a long time. That, that, that's, a self, that's a self-report. That's it, really. See, most people are not self-aware. They know what Ooh. they expect, but they don't know what they output. Yeah. Ooh. 
They, they know what they want from everybody else. They have no clue what they're giving everybody else. And so we live in a world with people who have all of these line items that people have to check off in order yeah. to be in our life. But then we say to them, you're just going to have to accept me the way I am. You see yeah, how yeah, unbalanced yeah. that is? Yeah, that, that's unbalanced. unbalanced. That's unbalanced. Yeah. That I have to change mm. yeah. to be a part of your life. But if I'm going to accept you, I got to accept you the way you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's the lack yeah. of self-awareness. Now, y'all chew that up no, and no, eat no. it up and spit when, it out. When, when, you began, when you were talking about how people can be lost and not even know and, and just to add, um, piggyback on what Pastor said, I thought about the lost coin, how um, the coin was lost, and he didn't even know it was lost. Yeah. It took somebody that was found to find what was lost. Mm. And a lot of people are like that lost coin. Now we know there's the lost son and the lost sheep. Obviously, they knew that they were lost because they were not where they were supposed to be. But there is the lost coin where a lot of people today are like that coin that doesn't even know it is lost. And it would take someone to sweep through to be able to find them. I love the life of Jesus because Jesus always, and this is why, Pastor, you said something about the difference between um, self-awareness and, and how did you put it, self-control, self self-reports, self self-development. No, 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 what you said earlier about um, there's a difference between because you can be so engrossed with yourself that self-awareness becomes kind self of self-centered yeah. and elevation. Self That's yep. it. That's it. Because look at Lucifer, look at Jesus. Why do I say that? Lucifer said, I will ascend That's and correct. I will do this and I will do this. And Jesus shows up and says, I am the bread of life. I am the good shepherd. I am the this. And I'm like, hold on a second. You're using the I word, but you are, but there is a difference between, between self-exaltation and being self-centered versus self-awareness. Jesus knew who he was and who he is. He said, I am that I am. And he began all the I am statements. I am this. I am this. I am this. So he's asking you who the men say I am, but he knew who he was. But here was Satan, the devil, Lucifer. He didn't know who he was. And he was now trying to become like somebody else. When you don't know who you are, like like Adam, (laughs) you fall for every single thing. But notice, God never said he was something before he was that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let there be light. He became light. And then later on told us he was the light of the world. Yeah. 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 He fed us and then said, I'm the bread of heaven. Yeah. He never told us. See, Satan was talking about who he would become. Yeah. God was telling us what he already did. Yeah. 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 And there is a difference between the two. You know, I, 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 want, I want to take an exercise, and then I want you to come in, Pastor. I want, I want everybody watching. Let's do this. All right. Exercise. How many days are in a month? 30. 28. 31. So on average, 30. Okay? Because we have somebody going online. Uh-uh, not February. You know how it is. So, so on average, we're talking about 30 days. All right. This is what I want you to do. I want you to write down the number of times in the last 30 days that you struggled with the relationship with somebody close to you. I don't care if it's three days, five days, maybe you and your spouse had a two-day argument. Just write down the amount of days where you have been uncomfortable with somebody in your relationship Mm. this month. Remember, you only got 30 days. (laughs) Number two, I want you to write down the amount of days you felt lonely this month. I want you to write down the amount of days you felt unheard this month. I want you to write down the amount of days you felt isolated this month. 
I want you to write down the amount of days you felt unproductive this month. Running out of days? I want you to write down the amount of days you, f- you felt restless or, or unhealthy this month. I want you to write down the amount of days that you felt stressed out about finances this month. I'm over 30 already. I want you to write down the amount of days you felt uncertain this month. Now you see how you keep living each week weekly. Mm. You live every W-E-E-K, W-E-A-K, because without the the awareness of self, you are left to the applause of your circumstance. And if your money ain't clapping for you, if your spouse isn't clapping for you, if your job isn't promoting you, come on, talk to me. If, if, if somebody doesn't come to you and say they are sorry because you don't have the strength to go to them and say you're sorry, look at how many 30-day successive days of, of selfishness and frustration we go through. And it is all because we are in a competition Yes, sir. Amongst selves, yes, because the disciples could not receive the power of God, because when it was time to go forward, they said, God, I know you got a calling for us, but can we settle this argument? Who's the greatest, the greatest among us? Among us. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And when yeah. you don't know yourself, yeah. you fight with the selves that surround you. Right. You fight with your internal self. You fight with your rejected self. You fight with your broke self. You fight with your single self. And by the time you have all of these battles in the lack of self-awareness, you've lost another month of joy. Mm, mm, mm. And that's why on the first of every year, people who don't have self-awareness make New Year resolutions that are over by the third of the same month. (laughs) Because they think the year is going to change them instead of changing themselves. Reverend, you just said something. Now, I know that's hard to take, and I'm talking about us. I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about all of us. We're in this together because we're so busy trying to get everybody to see themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that what every argument is about? Right. I know, I know you are, but what am I? Right. What am I? Right. I the what aboutism. My you, you, but but you did, you did that to me, too. Yeah. We're all guilty. Yeah. Yeah. All of that is the deflection or deflection of self-awareness because our best hand is getting people to see themselves. But the most difficult card we have in the deck is getting to see us. You know, I was with the the statement, with the little clip that went around and all that. When you look at the comments behind that clip, it's a lot on there that didn't really catch the meaning of what I was saying. Yeah. Because when you talking, when I was talking about setting a tone, I had to come from the platform of self-awareness. Mm. Because before I, before I had to set a new tone, I had to realize that the one I set was broken. Mm. Meaning that if the tone was off, that means I was. Yeah. So then I had to go to Rima's explanation. I had to start getting in line with God to understand how I get, get in line with her. Mm. So now I can set a new tone by God's lyrics because I had my own tune going. So when I started doing it through his lyrics, <laughs> then 
everything began to line up for me because now I begin to mimic the relationship yeah. with her that he has with us. Yes, this is the whole thing, Ralph, that, that once I begin to look like him to her, I get the response that we give to him. Listen, I, I think we're gonna, we, we need to stop right there. I mean, I mean you, wow. listen, listen, this is what we're going to do. I, 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 I need you to hear me. I think we can go about five more minutes, but we're going to break it right here. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't intend for us to do this, but we're going to have to do a part two. We're going to have to do a part two because I think we're just now starting to scratch the surface. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you all have pets, but, uh, and I don't, but I know people who do. And, <laughs> and, and you always hear yeah. the scratching on the door, yeah. but you don't recognize that there are grooves being made. Yeah. And, and one day you're going to go out that door and you're going to see uh, where the grooves are. Yeah. And the grooves show you the level of the dog. Yeah. And I'm telling yeah. you right yeah. now that we're making some scratches on some doors. Yes, sir. And, and the level of information that you all are giving right now, I'm telling you, when you come out of your door, don't look for a low groove. The groove is going to be high because this conversation uh, is lofty. I want to stop right there. I want to I give you an opportunity to give. I want to give you an opportunity to give. And I want you to make sure that you sow into this word. We're going to come back next week. And I'm telling you right now, uh, we're going to start right back here. At this place, and we're going to dig as deep as we can. We're going to dig this well if we got to go all the way to China, y'all. We're going to find it until the chains break off. I want you to get your gift right now. I want you to get it ready. They're going to put the information on the screen right now. You can give by any means uh, that we have available. We appreciate your gifts. I want you to come back here next Tuesday at 7 o'clock for another Tackle to Text. We're going to be handling self-awareness part two.